Holy moly. Welcome to Races Alley here at Meany Radio in the heart of our mission. I think it's 6 o'clock. I think I actually have the recorder on. I hijack the old uh, stuff that uh, every now and gets a little weird. And I think I had uh, music on by Con Brio, which actually she sounds really wonderful. And we'll have her on uh, again shortly. But uh, anyways, welcome here to Races Alley at uh, Meany Radio here in the heart of the mission. Uh, Boy, oh boy, uh, it's been a while since we've been on, and I think this is probably our fourth show, and things are getting a little better, I guess, so to speak, uh, uh, myself personally, and uh, my shows are getting a little more together, I guess, uh, you know, uh, a messed up producer makes a messed up show sometimes, and uh, life hasn't been easy, life hasn't been nice, and uh, COVID uh, didn't help out anywhere, you know, so uh, all of us have had those issues, and uh, thank God nowadays we're actually going out and uh, having some fun. And that being said, uh, thank you being, uh, for being here at uh, Racer's Alley, uh, listening here at uh, Mutiny Radio in the Heart of the Mission. And uh, tonight, uh, that going on, I mean, um, Pamtastic does uh, everything she can to uh, keep our show going. And uh, that being said, she's going to have a show tonight at uh, Emperor Norton's at 7 p.m. over at Turk and Larkin. And uh, she's doing a bunch of shows, which we'll go over in the future. Uh, nowadays, I think she's producing uh, at least six shows a week. Uh, all throughout the city and then on on the, her off time she's actually doing her own comedy so that's how much she loves and supports you know the arts here in san francisco and as well as uh you know just getting generally it's very very hard to like uh nurture uh, c- uh comedians what are the hardest things in the world to do jeez you know uh <laughs> i'd rather go crash 100 100 miles an hour than sit there and uh, try to do a six minute bit and have no laughs i mean you have no idea yar yar and I've seen it, and I've seen people here uh, flourish, and I've seen people very brave. I mean, there was at one point, there was this guy here, and it was at her joke workshop, I think, believe. And it was just like, oh, yeah, he's just trying to do his three-minute bit or whatever, and, like, no one left, right? And it's just like, sat there, and he goes, well, I got um, a few minutes more. So he actually stuck to it, and he did a few minutes more on the bit, and actually, like, uh... You know, everyone clapped after that because to to actually bomb and actually sit there and just go more, you know, you get a whole lot of respect. And that's what I'm saying about comedians. I mean, they're a brave bunch. You are, you are. So uh, that being said, you know, Pam's doing her show tonight uh, over at Emperor Norton's over at Turk and Larkin. I know them boys and girls. And uh, it's a wonderful uh, wonderful place to actually uh, hang out and drink. And uh, they got two levels, uh, a great open area, as well as upstairs. You can do private shows and such. And uh, yeah, very, very cool place, place to hang out, Emperor Norton's. And I believe tonight she'll be over there at, at uh, Turk and Larkin. Yar. So uh, thank you, Pam, for uh, having Meetney Radio and uh, keeping our show, Racer's Alley, going for, for, for such a while. Yar. So, <laughs> yar. Anyways, uh, Milk Crate Brian just got in. I hear a little background music, which I thought I killed, but somehow I there's something going on. But with me, there's always... It could be the voices in my head, you know. Um, I think Police did a song like that. But anyways, uh, yar, yar. Welcome back to Meeting Radio here at uh, Heart of the Mission. And uh, like I said, uh, Pam, you rock. Uh, have a great show at Burr Norton's tonight. And, uh, you know, tomorrow's going to be free comedy here at uh, Meeting Radio at 21st in Florida. So you can always come in and please donate. And uh, we'll talk about that later. But, uh, you know, tonight uh, she's uh, our captain is over at Ember Norton's at Turk and Larkin. And, uh, you know, having a great show. And it's a nice night out. Uh, yeah. And always cool like that. Yeah. So, uh, Bill Crate, let's see here. Let me put on a mic and see when one works for you. I'm over here. Yep. Awesome. Let's. 
everybody. I think my folks might be listening to the show tonight. Hey. Well, I don't think that mic works. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work on things. Yeah, maybe Wade's works. Um, yeah, interesting. But, uh, yeah, let's listen to the song for a second. As usual, the start of our show, we've got to get the winds behind us and uh, give us a few minutes to get the show together. Milk Crate just literally just got in, and, yeah, he's at the deep end of the pool, and uh, we'll start the show. Cheers. Welcome to Racer's Alley. I'll 
Check, check, check.
Welcome back to Racer's Alley here at Meany Radio in the Heart of Mission. And uh, Milk Raid, I think, figured out our mics are one, two, and three now rather than one, yeah, three, and four or something. And, uh, yeah, our ship has a lot of leaks, and every now and then we have to actually figure out uh, how to plug them. And sometimes they're not conventional, sometimes they are. And this time, uh, Pamtastic, thank you very much for uh, having the mics all next to each other. And Bob's your uncle on that. And, uh, you know, have a great show tonight over at uh, Emperor Norton's. And, uh, you know, Pam does a bunch of shows throughout the for throughout the week and tomorrow she'll be here doing free comedy at 6 p.m. at Meany Radio here at 21st in Florida and uh, you know it's really really great all she don't, wants to do is you know help comedians uh, you know flourish and uh, bring a bunch of people laughs and on uh, Saturday she'll be here at uh, uh, Atlas Cafe at 2 p.m. for brunch and laughs which is a good time because in San Francisco 2 p.m. good time to have a you know 
a little bit of wake up call and all that good stuff and coffee and such. You are, yeah. Welcome, Wade, and uh, welcome, Milk Coat Brian. And uh, thanks for uh, being here. And uh, again, uh, it's always nice to have your tunes when you're here because they're so much better than what I run. You are, yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Wade, uh, welcome back. And uh, nice shirt again right. uh, that you got from them boys. And uh, yeah, we should promote those guys. Uh, who made that shirt? And uh, Wade has a wonderful shirt. It's like a Hawaiian shirt. But what they end up doing uh, back in the days, we always made uh, shirts, uh, or if you can, uh, shirts with your, you know, you on them, and uh, where to plug in all your sponsors and pictures if you can. And now things got easier. And uh, boy, I think you made a picture of your '68 uh, DTR one doing a wheelie, which is uh, really really cool. You can see it on Facebook. Book. Yeah, and it's on a kind of a Hawaiian. It's actually a Mexico T-shirt. Or uh, shirt. Oh, more desert. It's got cactus on it. Gotcha. Yeah. I've, it okay. Hawaiian shirts, but anyhow. No, uh, you're right. It so, is more of the desert atm- atmosphere. So there you go. You can actually implant. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you you send in your picture, whatever. Um, all I know is it's cool. Cool is the name of the company. Um, I just got a, a redo. They go. You need a backup. <laughs> yeah, I do need a backup. This nice. This is great. Yeah. 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 So, um, cool, cool, C O O O L or K O O L? K O O L. Cool, cool. Uh, yeah. Cool, cool.com. Well, we'll Somewhere. figure out more in the future and we'll, we'll get away getting a hold of you, but you can always see us on the Facebook face of a book as always and uh yeah wade has a picture of it next to his uh, cbr 1000 rr and uh yeah it looks great put that on i got 300 hits on it whoa yeah yeah that's really really cool i mean for all us racers out there and such and uh any sports person i mean it's nice to be able to like take a picture and put on a nice background shirt so cool cool really did a nice job as far as getting yeah, that done exactly i was thinking yeah. of doing another one either like this or put the sidecars on it or you Gotta know. be purple, Wade. This one, the purple's on the bike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyhow, um, yeah, tonight we're going to have a uh, guest uh, call in. Uh, Eric Lindauer is going to be calling in a little while. Subculture Racing. racing. Uh, teammate of Wade Boyd. Doing a lot of fun stuff with him as well. Uh, we're going to have uh, Bridget LeBaire also call in. Uh, she's an AFMer, and I believe uh, she's actually went to the uh, San Pedro Martir Hill Climb as well as uh, the, uh, you yeah. and Eric, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 really really cool. And, you know, uh, the San Pedro Martir Hill Climb and the Baja International Tourist Cup was a great event. Uh, it uh, was successful. Everyone had a great time. And uh, what we want to do here at Races Alley is just make it a bigger and better better event. Yeah. You know, and um, everybody you know, that went is going back again, and everybody's taking some friends along with them. Yeah, we're gonna talk about it till next year. Exactly, and uh, Pedro Valdez, Pedro Valdez Valdez, uh, you know, he ran a great event, and he's he's already, like you said, uh, getting getting ready for next year, and you know, he's 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 already asked you guys about uh, what can we do to make it better, and like RER, and it's going to be an event that's going to grow from there, you know, which is great because it's great for all the communities involved, it's great for the sport in general uh, here in America, at least, you know, it, it's hard really to get over the other men sometimes, so at least you can actually you know be able to have a tank of gas and uh, drive down south and uh you know have some great times yeah, down there we'll as well great a similar thing here yeah and i mean uh bill crate i believe you were down there with robbie or you you were down there a while ago yeah and, uh, i was in an ensenada for a little while and we got to uh see the start of the 500 wow. and uh we also got to ride portions of the course from last year's 500 
Um, we rode uh, up to Mike Sky Ranch the hard way, which I believe Wade and I talked about <laughs> two shows ago up past the observatory and through farmland and, you know, racks the size of a baby's head. Just me and one of my buddies, Tim, did it together, which in retrospect, probably we should have had a third person with us. We had a plan if somebody got hurt, but you're out there in the middle of nowhere and, you know, somebody's got to go back. How and far are you help. away from your van? Another day, another day, yeah. another day. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. We luckily yeah. pulled into Mike's Sky Ranch right about when the sun was going down. Yeah. Um, know, which was lucky. But. <laughs> yeah. you, got, well, you, you know, guys speak Spanish? Uh, very poorly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me too. That's Me another too. thing I never thought about. You can't speak to them, really. You have to do sign language and stuff, and then you can't spend money unless you meet the guy you know yeah so it's 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 kind of difficult but if you're in a sporting event you know yeah it's kind of fine it's like when we drove across well, eric had never been to the mexico so i go we're gonna stop at the border yeah change some money he goes why because you gotta find the guy that yeah you can't just American spend dollars money. anywhere really no, no way and you okay so that is an in international Baja. money and you can't it's talk to the grocery nobody. store usually you can't talk to nobody. We get to the toll plaza. You go, blah, 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 peso. What? How, 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 here. How much you want? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I imagine the uh, the whole event is a is a little bit different uh, as far as that goes. Um, give me a second. We have a technical difficulty, but uh, anyhow, um, yeah, I can imagine going to a whole different country is a whole different event where. Uh, well, you know, when we went to Argentina, I thought I knew, learned how to, you know, I thought I knew Spanish to a certain level, but uh, RER, the Argentinian Spanish is completely different than what I thought I knew. And yeah. I was just like, yeah, little different dialects, so RER, but they looked at me and it's like, at least I'm trying, you know, yeah. and I was like, Alex, for the next interview, speak English. You yeah. know, remember that? Yeah. TVs? Most, <laughs> most of the UK and Australia speak English, so it's, everything's easy. So you go to one of these ones that's hard, everything's a lot harder. Yeah, it, uh, it just makes us more humble because we yeah. are we are Americans and they're all laughing going, yep, yep yeah. you guys don't yeah. even bother. <laughs> Try to ask for directions at the gas station, let alone how much is it I want, can you fill it up? Yeah. Yeah, because you don't pump your own gas over there either, so you got to no. deal with all of that. Well, uh, I heard... Um, Sometimes with bikes, they'll let you do it. But. Well, interestingly enough, fuel is, is something that we kind of take for granted here. And over there, it's... Um, um, there's a bunch more paper towels in the bathroom. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, the, um, we take for granted just going to get in fuel. But I've read before where the gas station runs out of fuel. You know, so you got to sit there for a little bit and... You know, wait till you get some gas and stuff. Yeah, uh, you, they might have something in a can. Yes, I mean that's what I'm saying. I thought usually, uh, yeah, you have um, like when we were in Argentina, the dude that gave us fuel was actually it was out of a can, you know, oh, out of the no, barrel. I mean, even far they're they're um, like. Thanks, Bill. Great. Sorry about that. In the old days, they were siphoning gas out of a can. They still probably do it in places, but the bellas really growing up. <laughs> Um, they've got normal stuff, even though they got dirt roads everywhere. You you go across. You the can border. still get stuff, and you know it works as far as getting fuel and stuff when you were yeah, there. Yeah, it's not bad at all. It's, gotcha. it's pretty easy. The price isn't that much higher than in the states, but what I hear they have a real big crisis with right now is propane down there. The price of propane is 
astronomical because so many of those houses they're not connected to natural gas here you have a propane yeah. tank and we still have a yeah a little bit of a what do you call it a uh, shortage of moving LP stuff gas or whatever you call it yeah well just just moving stuff in general right now yeah so that's great i mean both you boys been out there and, and you know uh God bless our, our pal, uh, Robbie Moto Tire Guy. I you know, uh, miss him all the time. He's part of our wrecking crew. And he was out there and had his bike and, uh, yeah, had a great time. And uh, it's some, somewhere I, I really look forward to getting down uh, next year for the San Pedro Monte Hill Climb and the Baja International Tourist Cup because, um, you know, a whole different world. But uh, like you said, Wade, uh, it's going to be a better race, more people. And I think all of you pioneers – now that you know what you're into, you can make plans to do, well, actually, other, what, what bike, and uh, now that you know how you do it, I could take a 600, or I'll take my other bike, or like you were mentioning, sidecar, you know, uh, I'll take my Toyota pickup truck, but uh, yeah, you can take all this yeah. stuff, so yeah. it's really, really cool, you know, I mean, uh, uh, it's, it's opening avenues for great racing right yeah you know <laughs> so yeah it's it's really really cool and uh hopefully um, yeah just more and more folks get into it and uh we always have a you know a safe time and all that good stuff but uh i'm sure everyone well all our folks actually that uh, uh you know have called in uh well which is really really cool because they're considered now uh actual road racers you know uh Originally, uh, Andrew Gower called in, and Samuel Gluss, and Stuart Clotworthy. They all had a great time. Yar yar, yeah. you know. And uh, you know, they. Well, it, Stuart it had a... some challenges. <laughs> <laughs> he made it fun. Yeah, I yeah. We're getting a call though. So. Yeah, yeah. Who's our uh -oh. guest here? Let's see. Let's see here. Someone must have won the lotto. Yeah. yeah. But uh, anyways, all those boys, uh, you know, did a great job over there, and uh, uh, you know, it's really really cool that. Uh, yeah, it's going farther and farther, and uh, what we're going to do uh, in the future is just promote more and more road racing here at, at uh, Racers Alley. Who do we got here, Milk Crate? Eric Lindauer on line one. Hello, Eric. How are you doing? What's that? How are you doing today, Eric? Oh, doing pretty good. How are you? Excellent. Glad we can hear you. Also, we're, uh, welcome, Eric. Uh, did we get his credit card number? Because it's a uh, fifty cents a minute. Yeah, uh, your auto warranty. I'm sorry. What was that? You're breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, brother? I heard you had a great time over there down south at the uh, Baja International oh. Tourist Cup and the uh, you know San Pedro Madrid Hill Climb, as well as a, a bunch of, of other stuff that you've been up to. Boy, yeah, you guys been uh, keeping busy at Subculture Racing, doing a whole bunch of different things, and. Um, yeah, we haven't heard from you in a hair about a month or so, and uh, the the the, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. Well, let's uh, let's hear from you, and uh, how are you? Oh well, I'm doing good. Hope you're doing well. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So uh, Mexico was a ton of fun. Um, met a lot of great people, and yeah, it was just it was just a lot of fun. Yeah, fun I mean, and uh, the, the road race. <laughs> Unfortunately, it, it got cut a little bit short, but um, there was an accident on the highway, so all the ambulances left. <laughs> gotcha. But I'm looking forward to next year. It was definitely worth the trip down there. Well, Wade was saying to me, and it was the first time uh, you went down to Mexico. I, you know, I got to say, I haven't been there as an, an adult myself. And uh, as far as uh, running the roads, I mean, uh, 
you're um, not necessarily what I would call a uh, amateur. I mean, you've done some great stuff over in Australia, I believe. Uh, you ran, uh, a, boy, you know, uh, just recently a dirt bike sidecar, and you do have a whole bunch of fun stuff out there. And uh, I think uh, well, as well as racing a couple of vintage bikes, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, pretty much. If it's got two wheels, I'll ride it. And now I guess it's got three. I'll do that too. <laughs> well, I hear you. You have some future plans. I mean, I think Australia is coming up. I mean, uh, when you went to Mexico, I mean, how did you feel about doing a road race? Well, it's a lot of fun. Um, I, you know, didn't know you know, with the border crossing. I ended up taking my regular street bike. You know, and Wade did too. So. Which is, um, uh, I'm sorry, we, it's we just such a slow we, bike, we, I imagine. Yeah, we didn't you know. bring, you know, because of the registration thing, getting stuff across the border, we didn't bring regular race bikes. No, uh, but you were, uh, your regular street bikes, are they not R1s? <laughs> what's that? Yeah, R1s, dude. You know, uh, oh, yeah. you ran R1s. So, yeah. Well, ran, uh, <laughs> so, no, dude, they're not fucking slow. Bikes, you know, R1s are regular street bikes, you know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, yeah for, for uh, us, but uh, yeah, a lot of folks, <laughs> it's just like, really? Going out road racing we, the first time in an R1? Then, yeah, but, yeah uh, I, I don't know if you know, Wade, Wade, Wade talked about some other stuff that's coming up for us in a, uh, a week from, I think it's a week from Saturday, maybe it's a couple of weeks. Going down to the Kern um, Kern County Raceway and Speedway Sidecar. Yeah, uh, we, we we saw a little bit about that as well. Uh, yeah. What what and I want to uh, know is uh, really I'd like to hear more about uh, you uh, racing in Mexico. Uh, racing in Mexico. Yeah, I oh, mean, um, boy, the, what was, was your first was... bike up the? What did you? Did you race two different bikes between the San Pedro Montero Hill Climb and the Baja International Tourist Cup? Uh, yeah, well, the San Pedro Martir Hill Climb, that was a lot of fun. We, um, uh, I was on a KTM Duke, um, wow. a little one. Uh, what's little? So, <clears throat> the 400 uh, or 40. A 640. 640, okay. But, I mean, it's it's a bone. It it is truly a bone stock bike. They make littler ones. And and the the, the Yamaha WR400 was equally powerful and as fast. Hmm. They both did 100 miles an hour. Really? So Wade had had nothing on me with the, you know, or I had nothing on him with the little tiny bike, but... Huh. Uh, um, interesting. I mean, the uh, as far as uh, I, I wonder, you know, in the end, I would say probably weight. Yeah, it's probably a lot of power to weight ratio. Yeah, stuff. yeah. yeah. Wade, uh, Wade, Wade, Wade outgun. He 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 outgunned me with the weight. Yeah. Um, the, the Duke so is a little heavy. I, I so the, we're cutting you off, beard, dude. I, yeah. I didn't All right. know what to. I didn't know what to what to expect. You know, so I brought the bike that I thought would be okay and. Uh, I think next year I should bring a different bike. Well, I would have raced the R1. Bigger bike. That's yeah. all I got. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I understand uh, both of your uh, preferences for actually running that for the first time on a uh, cheater bike. I mean, a dual sport. But, uh, yeah, uh, in the end, Wade was saying it's, it's made more for pretty much a, a lot higher speed. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think uh, one of the Tough. boys, uh, the, 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 the big boys, I mean, one of them, the, the the guy who won, he was almost more like an a Tuano-ish bike, like right. Yeah, he Perla. wasn't on a, uh, yeah. a sport bike per se. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Well, no, well, he was. I. I it he had be, bars. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Was, he, he had regular up bars. Yeah. So he wasn't was, on a race bike, but he was on a, he won. He was on a comfortable street bike. Yeah. Okay. You know. Like, you know, like, like if the R1 had, if, if it was an FZ1. Or that, that, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the big R1, the, 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 the yeah. 10. Or, yeah. Or, or like the yeah. MT10. Yeah. Yeah. That, That's that, a that, new bike out. Yeah. So, you well, know, a bike like that. That'll would, eat up a bunch of, well. yeah, it, it yeah. eats up space quickly. Yeah, and that's yeah. what you kind of want to want, and uh, yeah, it's nice to have the suspension and everything. But both you boys were bouncing around, uh, you know. Uh, as far as the bike, I mean, how'd you feel? I mean, were you like tapped out, you know, having a cup of tea? Oh, I or, was, uh, I, yeah, I was pinned. The whole lower section was just wide open, and that's what Wade was saying. And uh, I saw the little video and the still shot of me going through the going through the um, creek crossing area and um, I was wide open probably 99 miles an hour because that's about as fast as that little bike could go yeah and I didn't even I didn't catch any air the suspension soaked it all up and so nice. I got about you know the picture shows about three inches of of, of air going going through that section and I was expecting more. <laughs> What was your favorite part of the course? The favorite part? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All, I of, mean, it, uh, all, all of it was my favorite part. Except the straights. <laughs> well, so. that's when you had your cup of tea. But, I mean, um, as far as, you know, uh, we all have our favorite roads and stuff. I mean, uh, did it remind you of anything up up here? I mean, you boys all do the SMR ride and such. And, uh, you know, well, I've been all over um, California the, the, and stuff. The San Martir uh, Hill Climb, it... <clears throat> It reminded me of, um, uh, it's called Sherman Pass down in Kern, uh, that drops into Kernville. 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 Down in Southern California. Gotcha. And there's a pass, and it's kind of a one-lane road similar to that, and it is a dirty road with sand on it. And this road, it was a um, kind of high desert, you know, what, what would here be high desert, and with sand on it. And they, they swept it pretty good. You know, sections had sand on it. Well, um, you can't get away but, from that in the end of nature. But, I mean, but, they, but you know, they, they swept it off pretty good, but, but just the scenery, the area, the road, it really did remind me of that one. Which goes be, uh, between like Kennedy Meadows and um, and Kernville. There's a road that goes up and over the hill. Nice, and uh, that made you smile more. I mean, I always think about roads. Uh, you know, when I go distant lands, things help me connect things together to go faster. And uh, yeah, it's always interesting to know if like. Does it remind you of somewhere, somewhere far away? You know that type of thing, and uh, some yeah. folks have, have, have different. Yeah. Di- di- you know. Other than not all of our roads. <laughs> well, I mean, Mines Road has four <laughs> different areas. Uh, you know, it has the valley, it has the sandy, has the cliffs. I mean, uh, that's one thing I love about Mines Road. Uh, from uh, the bottom to the, uh, you know, the uh, the junction, uh, which is I think we're around fifty miles. Um, it had everything. And uh, none of it's safe. 
you know, and uh, yeah, it, it's like uh, I've crashed more than one bike out there, but uh, it's it's a wonderful road, and that taught me how to get ready for the aisle in a certain sense. Uh, when you know Wade mm-hmm. had uh, the Sunday morning ride, uh, I had my certain road. So everyone has their roads they love, but it's uh, when you're road racing, it's always interesting. Is like, did you bring that? to your sketchbook and you know did that help you out going well in a certain area um, you know <laughs> the, the hill climb and 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 the other i mean it was it was basically uh, a fast street ride and with uh oh so you ran basically so- ba- basically nothing uh uh um feeling semi-confident that nothing is going to be coming the other way that's always a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I, I never I even thought about that, actually. There, there, yeah. there was semi-confidence uh, there that nothing yeah. was coming the other semi-confidence. way. Semi-confidence. But yeah. there was a couple yeah. of spots that, you know, things that happened down there. I mean, it's Mexico, so, you know, there was there was some stuff that, you know, made me a little nervous at times. That's happened at the but, island as well. But, uh, yeah, um, that's road racing. Uh, that being mm-hmm. said... How did you feel about now? Uh, you switched over from the, uh, I guess, lowly KTM 600 uh, to the uh, R1. And then you ended up doing the Baja International Tourist Cup on the R1. So that 600, which you were doing 100 miles on, where Wade was doing the same on a Yamaha, now uh-huh. you're going out to being, and I was just talking to Wade the last show uh, in, in between uh, 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 commercial breaks. Uh, it's like, I forgot. It was just like, all right. He goes, you guys were hitting some some pretty fucking I, serious speeds. Almost twice as fast. Yeah. So, it was just like, wow. You know. Uh, yeah. I can say that, I can honestly say that it was exciting. <laughs> I never thought that I would be holding my R1 pinned and clicking through the gears until I had, you know, shut to, to shut down to make a corner. And, I mean, holding that bike wide open was, uh, that was kind of exciting for me. <laughs> you know? Wow. You know, I can imagine. And it's I mean, not on seeing, smooth pavement either. You know, I saw somewhere in the neighborhood of, of uh, 159, and I saw 160, and then I, you know, indicated obviously you know everything is wrong with the speedometer but, uh, so i saw that indicated and i clicked six gear <laughs> nice and it was just like go baby go uh-huh yeah. i never thought i'd hold that bike pin for that long it's one is you're going up the smooth road i could see that but then the other road which is like seven eight ten miles or wow going going back the other road is so bumpy. Yeah. And you, oh. you go end up going just as fast, kind of, sort of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Now you're just uh, uh, waving around a little. Um, you, both you have, boys have stock exhaust. I mean, it does. I don't know if it matters in an R1 nowadays, but I wonder. Um, I don't have a catalytic converter. I just have a sort of stock. Gotcha. Okay. Replace, replacement. Nice. So mine's a little louder. And Eric, uh, what, what was I? I'm, Do you have I'm a stock a exhaust? Do you have a stock exhaust on your uh, 2000 stock exhaust? Oh five. Yeah, oh five. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm a, a stock what? Exhaust uh, headers. Do you have exhaust uh, or is it oh, stuck? Yeah, it's got it's got some kind of an exhaust on it. I don't know what it is, but it's it's not stock and and uh, you know it's got a power commander on it and things like that. Okay, so it was able to breathe is what I'm asking. You oh know, yeah, both it bikes could breathe. could breathe. You know, because yep, that's what you want breathe. when you're really pinned out there. You know, going wide open. Uh, nothing yeah. like the sound was, of that it either. Was, it was doing that for sure. Yeah. Uh, both of you boys, I mean, what type of gear would you like to thank any of your helmet sponsors? I mean, boy, I mean, what were you guys wearing? Like duct tape, old bells, or what? I, I want to oh, thank Eric for sponsoring me with my my Arai helmet. Yeah, yeah, we got a yeah you know, a couple of nice Arai helmets, and yeah, I just got one myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I ran it for a second, but uh, yeah, uh, good. You know, I mean, it means important. I mean, if you're going, like, would, uh, a million years ago, way it goes, when you go to the Isle of Man, you take a brand new helmet. You take brand new everything. Because by the time you get back, it ain't going to be brand new no more. And, you know, it's just like you just start waving and stuff. And when you're going across mm -hmm. stuff that's bouncing around, you really don't want a helmet that's shifting and jiving and moving. Yep. And you want to go. Oh, oh, did I say I was wearing, a you know, my nice awry helmet? What I meant to say, I was wearing one of those little carbon fiber Harley hats. <laughs> uh, I hope you had the GoPro on it that you screwed in with wood screws. You know, yeah, plastic <laughs> spike on top. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Got the nice spike yeah. on there. <laughs> How, um, so, did you boys? I mean, I know you guys gotten some custom leathers. Did you boys wear those? Or, uh, Eric wore uh, his. Uh, yeah, and uh, who, who made your custom leathers? Oh, this guy yeah. Ali on on Facebook. Okay, well, he's well, in, Ali Raza. He's in Pakistan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, uh, uh, yeah, Ali Raza. Yep. He, yeah, because I'm actually nice looking. Mine, in. <clears throat> mine's only got a little bit of street cred on the uh, on it. Oh, so, oh. <laughs> uh, mine are too nice. Mine are for the sidecar, so I wore my other leathers. Gotcha. My my. Uh, Kushitani yeah, mine, mine are for the sidecar too, and 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 they did their job once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that being said, I mean, um, boy, uh, I hear our pal Hawk Mazada is actually going to be going out this weekend, and they're going to have a huge thing over there at the Sears Point Raceway, and he's going to be piloting a Nowoski Extreme Performance Bagger. Uh, December 11th of this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and wow. Sunday at Sonoma. I don't know if you boys are gone, but but I mean that's kind of the crazy shit you do. And the baggers nowadays, they ain't the regular baggers, you know. So maybe we, yeah. we'll all go out so and see the, them. The, the baggers are this weekend, isn't that correct? Yes, over at Sears yeah. Point, you know. And, and you guys have and been to, and it's supposed to be raining. Oh, they don't ride oh. rain. Wow, no, that's a, the yeah. best. Yeah, Those things yeah. got traction control nowadays, <laughs> right? In fact, that reminds me, I'm gonna have to call somebody and see if he's actually doing it. Yeah, well, let's hope. Yeah. Uh, let's hope for the best for all them boys. And you know, if they run in the rain, even more so. But Serious Point's never been keen on on running in the rain. No. No. Uh, actually, unfortunately. Sorry. But uh, you are uh, talking about that. So uh, we're, you were mentioning earlier, Eric. So you ran out on the R1 and uh, you were doing the, uh, you know, Baja International Tourist Cup. How, how did you feel about that? I mean, all of a sudden you're out there and it's like, whoop, whoop, whoop. Did you guys take, um, how, how, how did that go? Did you have a um, beep, a limited start? Everyone starts 10 seconds or did it, yeah, it was, was a mass start? It was, it uh, was, 
and qualifying. Well, it, How did that work? I believe, well, uh, we were starting, um, I believe it was a minute apart. Wow. Really? It's supposed yeah. to be 30 and, seconds. You know, so we wouldn't be, you yeah, know, that's a you lot. know pa packing up to each other. Um, and, then, you know, so it was timed. Um, and I was delayed a little bit extra when the uh, the Federales went <laughs> past the police roadblock and, and went up the hill. And they let me by. And they let Wade go, but they weren't going to let me go. <laughs> oh, must <laughs> have been your accent, man. You sound there, totally there was, American. There was, <laughs> there, there, was, there was a truck on the track. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and they yeah. had guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we did a nice big fat wheelie for them, too. Yeah, they were that's weird. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, that being said, I mean, when you were out there finally on the, finally on the course and running, uh, how, how many laps did you have total? Like within practice, or was it just a straight straight did, going on? No, we did five, <clears throat> and then we were supposed to do another five. But Oh, there was... <clears throat> Yeah, there were, well, there was a couple of laps of practice, and when okay. we went out um, uh, the day before and, and mm -hmm. pre-ran, uh, you know, kind of a unauthorized little, you know, ride around the public road. So, you know, we kind of got acquainted with the road a little bit the day before, and and which was uh, interesting because we rode the little bikes down there the day before, and and there's no license plates, and we got numbers on the bikes, and we're seeing cops and. They didn't seem to care. <laughs> they didn't care. It was like we're tiptoeing everywhere. They, didn't, <laughs> they care. didn't care. Get keep going. Get out of here. We we were about ten. We were we were housed about ten miles from the track, and you know where, where the course was. And yeah, and yeah. So that was that was kind of fun riding. You know, hooligan riding down the highway. Well, I can they tell you stories me, about that. Car over the double yellow, and they didn't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had yeah, that was a lot of fun. The scooter at the aisle. Yeah, yeah. The cops coming this way. Turn around. We are. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's was, very, very, very we, cool. Uh, but yeah, doing that road race, you know, we're we're, we're up there, and and the uh, uh, because it's a public road, um, there was some. Uh, oh, we'll just say it's crappy pavement. <clears throat> so. You know, there, there. You, you had to know. You had to find. You know, figure out where the lines are and and where the pot or where the patches in the roadway was and the the potholes and where it was smooth. We we call that Mission Street of San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So Welcome to San Francisco. <laughs> we don't go down Mission. Street. <laughs> yeah, we got that everywhere here in San Francisco. Shit, well, the richest all, place we got in the it world. All over California. So, um, the roads in Mexico. I mean, they they, they compare to around here. <laughs> yeah. Right on, right some on. Of them, some of them were some of them were a little better, but yeah. the front one know. was glorious. It was actually beautiful at 170 miles an hour. That's awesome. That's great. And you're then, you're. then you turn left. <laughs> right on, Eric. Uh, well, uh, we're going to have someone calling in around 6.55, so we're going to get off the phone for uh, this one and, you know, give us a call for the next show. It's great hearing from you, and I'm glad you had a great time at San Pedro Montenegro. Yeah, and, and I'm, as well I'm as sorry the, I didn't call in last week. I completely screwed up. I didn't know what day it was. No, uh, 
you're not the only one. <laughs> yeah, we had a couple of people say, you are, you are. But uh, it's always a pleasure okay. to hear from you. And, uh, yeah, let's next time talk about uh, you boys doing this off-road stuff and uh, these crazy shenanigans. You are, you are. And, oh, yeah. Uh, it'll be great, to, great okay. to hear from you on that. Shenanigans. We are big on shenanigans. <laughs> right good. on, right on. <laughs> Cheers, Eric, and thank you for okay. calling in, mate. Cheers. <laughs> right on, okay. right on. <laughs> All right. Take care. Cheers. All right, you are. That was Eric Lindauer with Subculture Racing, uh, Waits for Cohort, and uh, Crazy Person in Shenanigans. <laughs> yep. That was awesome. And uh, nice to hear from him about running over there in the Baja International Tourist Cup, as well as the, uh, you know, uh, San Pedro Mato Hill Climb. And, uh, yeah, we're all just going to have more and more stories as time goes along. And uh, thank you, Pedro Padres Valdez, for... Uh, doing this and uh making making everything happen our know, hero our hero and uh you know our producer for the next few races and uh, we'll, we'll just get more and more going yar anyways uh, i think bill crate might be uh putting some show uh music on yeah i got uh, a little bit of the animals for uh, my buddy bruce the song is uh brother bill yeah yeah thanks bill crate man the show is so much better when you're on. <laughs> you're, last week I only had one album, but uh, yeah, you're. Uh-huh. Cheers, brother. <laughs>
Let's kick the top Let's the check outside the game You know what I'm talking about Just let me know if you wanna go To that whole mile on the rain They got a lot of nice girls Welcome back to Racers Alley here in the heart of the mission. And uh, yeah, tonight we're having our Communist Society uh, president call in, uh, Print Gorillo. Are you there? <laughs> yes, hey, how's it going, Alex? <laughs> How you doing, brother? Uh, yeah, are you over there having a good time with all our boys uh, over there? And uh, say hi to Alan Zeno for me if you, if, you, if you see him there. Absolutely, yeah. We're having a couple of cold ones and talking about bikes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Next time, uh, you all are always invited here on a Thursday, and uh, we can all have a order of pizza. We will definitely have to come by, yeah. uh, We'll order a pizza and have a nice holiday thing going on. And uh, talking about holidays, Brent, you're going to have a big birthday bash coming up soon here at the Parkside. And, uh, yeah, let us know. You know, it's... Now we're in the holidays, and uh, boy, it's been a while since I've done a lot of clothing drives, and a lot of people have gotten together to actually have those things, and you've always been a given person as well, as well as, uh, you know, all your drives and your barbecues and such, and um, boy, uh, I guess something's going to be coming up uh, in a... Very soon. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna uh, next Saturday on the 18th. Uh, we're gonna have. Uh, my, well, it's gonna be my 55th birthday. What? And uh, yeah, <laughs> hard hard to believe. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, and graciously, uh, a couple of my friends and bands uh, have uh, 
decided that they are going to play. And so we're going to have uh, a DJ starting at 8 o'clock. And then after that, we're going to have a band called The Boars playing. And then after that, a group called Hot Laundry will be playing. And they're all local here to San Francisco. And uh, Hot Laundry, every year, they do a uh, annual toy drive. So you can bring an unwrapped toy. Uh, and you can get $3 off the cover charge, which is 15 bucks at the door. Nice. Uh, and, uh, and then we'll also be uh, hopefully piggybacking with your clothing drive that you do every year. Well, the clothing drive I haven't done in quite some time due to the, uh, everything going on, but you know I'm glad to actually um, be part of this, and uh, I will definitely, like I said, um, start putting it out. I, I usually uh, never really, how do you say, uh, put the word out of the clothing drive until like now, like less than a week yeah. before, or a little about a week, because people forget things, especially right. you know R E R. So and it's always good. Benefit is it's St. Anthony's, right? Is well, right? no, uh, we're we're gonna, uh, this is all under you know uh, Brent's banner, but uh, like I said, oh, I mean, um, yeah, uh, oh, Brent's well, gonna I, do I, the a Christmas. To... Toy, it's a Christmas toy drive, but I figured it's just like. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done a clothing drive forever. Let's do that. And then uh, yeah. I also said food as well. I mean, dudes, do you have any canned food? I know I have a shit ton of canned food that's sitting around. Uh, if yeah, you have any yeah. canned food, let's might as well just throw that in there as well. You know, yeah. uh, Christmas toy life, canned food. Uh, you know, <laughs> let's do them all. You know, everyone brings something. But your birthday bash sounds great. I mean, it's hot laundry, the boars, and you know, DJ Christy Bubbles, and uh, you know, produced by uh, the lovely Jeanette. You know, yeah, and uh, yeah, she'll be hosting for the evening. It'll be great. The, you know, I think it's going to be a great time, and we all need to have a good time after all, you know, craziness. And no doubt. Right before the yeah, holidays, wanna... you know, right before everyone has holiday stuff and everything. I think it'll, I think it'll be a great time, you know, for everyone to let loose and have a good time as well. You know, and the Parkside's been there forever. They've they've held a lot of a lot of fun stuff for us over oh, the yeah, years. You know, of... Yeah, it's been really a great nice. Patio they... and uh, yeah, over the years, the uh, the dames don't care. Every time we, you know, we've had the end of that. Yeah, I mean, Sadie Hawkins we, ride usually Sadie. ends there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So uh, they're a wonderful place. They have a great backyard, great food, you know, and uh, it's nice to know that there'll be bands again. You know, it's been a long yeah, time since yeah. people had music. You know, yeah, it'll be it'll be great, and 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 it's gonna be nice just to see all my friends and uh, do something for you know the people in need. So uh, that being said, you're 55. Do we get to shave your beard or do something weird? I mean, uh, I, we well, that some, only uh... make me look younger. I don't know if that'll be a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll figure something out. Yeah, that's I awesome. Like you know, right on, right on. Uh, would, would you like to plug it or say anything? To, 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 you know, thank you for any any no, folks. No, hey, it's, or, it's um... good to be on. Uh, good to be on Mutiny Radio and uh, on Racers Alley for the first time. I love your guys' show, and uh, hopefully we'll. Get, we'll get the group over and we'll all uh, uh, take over and, and hang out with you guys on a Thursday over at Mutiny. No, that That'd would be, be great. Awesome. Cool. We, we, I'm sure we'd all have stories. You know, Alan, oh, yeah. Alan, <laughs> you know, uh, Alan Zeno uh, back through the day, I mean, he actually took his KLR 250 down South America way far. And I remember getting, yeah. you know, uh, you know, cards from him. I was worried. And that was back when he had mail, <laughs> you know, and he'd send me, yeah. he's like, I'm okay, man. You know, he said, I still have all those cards from him you know going all over south america and you know that's yeah. that was always great and actually it'd be great to have him on the show to talk about that as well and you know brent yeah, yeah let's uh, i will be definitely pushing you know the for the for, for the week uh, for saturday for your birthday Excellent. bash and uh yeah let's get toys out for the kids 
you know, uh, I got first call on any Millennium Falcon original shit, but uh, nice. otherwise, uh, you know, we'll, we'll all be good, you know. I and, like it, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll bring some joy to some people and bring some warm clothing to people who really need it, because it's getting cold now. Exactly, and uh, interestingly enough, as far as clothing goes, uh, you know, uh, socks are a big thing. Underwear's a yeah. big thing. I always go commando, but that just is too much information. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's like... Uh, uh, socks are a big, big deal, you know, as far as, uh, you know, always for the homeless. And I've always uh, stressed that in all my clothing drives. But uh, food as well, you know, uh, soups and all yeah. that good stuff. Anything can. Very, very cool, you know. And, um, yeah, we'll promote that through the week. And, uh, yeah, we'll have a good time next Saturday, yeah? Awesome. Hey, thanks for having me on, Alex. I really appreciate it. Anytime, Brett. And you're welcome here uh, very, very soon. All right, man. We'll talk to you guys soon. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> right on, right on. And, you know, it's important now. We're in the holidays, and I haven't done the clothing drive in forever. And, you know, we were hanging out, and I think I saw Brent over at SFMC and talked about his birthday and the Parkside Drive. And it's like, yeah, we might as well have a clothing drive as well. But, uh, yeah, as, as well as food and toys, you know, um, yeah, it's always a good time to give. And it's a good, it's a good, it's a, it's actually right before the holiday uh, uh festivities and such and uh, you can really really help out uh, people are cold hungry and uh, and who doesn't need a toy and uh, like I like a uh, original Millennium Falcon okay yeah so anyhow Santa, if you're listening <laughs> so yeah yeah uh, it's good to hear from him and uh, milk rate uh, wait uh, let's see here I guess uh, we're gonna have uh, Richard LeBear call in in about uh, 10 minutes or so about 10 and, uh, minutes yeah, yeah want to have a little bit of break Sure, yeah. Up next, we got Man or Astro Man with a song called Nitrous Burnout. Milk Crate, Brian Rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Racers Alley, Mutiny Radio. Every year to see the Indy 500. I go there with friends to drive and race. Every year when they go there to qualify, they usually have to go as fast as they possibly can to get a front row position. They put nitro in their cars sometimes instead of the fuel that's intended to be in the cars so that the cars will go faster. And they do, for five or ten laps. And then they blow all the hell.
Welcome back to Racers Alley here in the heart of the mission. And uh, yar, yar, I believe we have Bridget LeBaire on the line. And uh, can you hear us? How's it going? How's it going? Doing well. Uh, welcome to Racers Alley here in the heart of the mission. Uh, earlier, uh, we'd just been talking about uh, road racing over here at the San Pedro Mate Hill Climb, as well as the uh, Baja International Tourist Cup. And our pal Hawk Mazada is doing a nice uh, race over there at the uh, Sears Point this weekend. You know, uh, Nomaski Extreme Performance Bagger Challenge. And uh, yar, yar. And uh, nice to hear from you, Bridget. And uh, from what I hear, uh, you've ran AFM before, and uh, you decided to go road racing? Uh, that's correct. So I raced with AFM, and then this year I was actually lucky enough to be one of the women selected for the Royal Enfield Build Train Race Program. I already had road racing experience, and they were looking for women that didn't have racing experience, so I ended up on the flat track team. And so then what I did, I had never ridden my flat track bike on the street before, and I took that was the bike that I took down to Mexico. So I ended up racing that in the hill climb and the circuit race. Wow. Uh, please explain. You said a whole lot in a big <laughs> sentence. Uh, so uh, Royal Enfield, uh, Wade's a big flat tracker here. Uh, he's been doing it since, you know, RER, he could stand. And uh, yeah, uh, what does that mean exactly? So Royal Enfield is awesome. They are working really hard to bring more women into racing, and they have a program where they actually give women Royal Enfield 650 twin motorcycles that are stock wow. and then document the whole process, and we build them into race bikes. And what kind of things did you do on the bike to modify it for the race? Uh, so I took all the stock parts off. I cut down the frame quite a bit. I ultimately ended up shaving about 100 pounds off the stock Woo, motorcycle. that's a lot. And, yeah. uh, and then I had Lowry Racing flat track wheels on it, uh, Fox suspension. I did an R6 front fork. So then for the hill climb, I needed to put a front brake on it because flat track bikes don't have front brakes. Right. So I did a full R6 front brake on it. Um, so yeah, the, the hill climb was so much fun. It's, it's really fun to ride a dirt track bike on pavement. Felt like How was it swapping in those R6 forks? Did you have to put the whole triple tree in or did they just drop in? Uh, so everything on that motorcycle is custom. Okay. Uh, and it was custom made triples as well. Wow. And so they're now accepting women into the program that have racing experience. The application period has closed December 1st. And Royal Enfield will be making some announcements as to who all the women racing in both the road race team and the flat track team will be. Um, but it's going to be a highly televised and pretty competitive series next year, so it should be fun. Cool. And then, of course, I'm definitely going back to Mexico. I'm, I can't wait for that. Cool. There you go. Well, you know, Bill Crate was just mentioning, I mean, geez, um, so you got on a Royal Enfield uh, flat tracking class for ladies. And it seems that you were able to highly modify the bike. Yeah, I mean, that's amazing. Taking 100 pounds off anything is quite a bit. Yeah, and That's from sure. a guy that's modified gold wings before. That's a lot of weight. Bill Crate's a real badass as far as the, uh, you know, uh, a couple of our dirtbag challenges and stuff. And he can build a rocket. So, um, Yar, <laughs> so, that, so how, how did you get involved in that? Uh, so I, I applied. They had, uh, I follow Melissa Paris. She's a... Uh, really cool female road racer um 
she's from SoCal, and she's the mentor for the women in the program. Huh. And so she did it in 2020, and that's what made me want to apply for 2021. And I got lucky enough to get selected, and it was a fantastic experience. They flew me all over the country. I was at American Flat Track Pro Racing races, so it was just the full experience, and I learned a ton, and I really developed as a racer. And, uh, yeah, if, if the applications are closed already for this year, but if there's anyone who wants to apply to the program, they'll be open again at the end of next year. Christine, uh, dude. <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, Christine, so it's better half, and she's a badass uh, sidecar racer and stuff. <laughs> but it, anyhow, this is really uh, interesting news as far as that that, that went on. I mean, um, that's the first I really heard about it. And uh, did you did you actually uh, uh, run any uh, courses here in the U.S. Uh, on the Enfield? Yep, we did the Chicago Half Mile and the New York Short Track. We did Port, Port Royal, Pennsylvania. And then we wow. were also going to do the Charlotte Half Mile, but that one got rained out. Wow. Yar, yar. Uh, how'd you feel? Man, that must be a, a huge thing. You know, oh, I was, mean, uh, compared to road it was racing. Wild. It was learning how to slide a motorcycle. The first time oh. I rode the motorcycle that I built was in practice at the Chicago half mile on television. So it was, <laughs> it was definitely a pretty wild experience. And other than breaking my femur at one of the rounds, I, I think I did pretty well. So I was, I was scrapping for trying to get podiums and stuff. So it was a good time. And the women were awesome. It was a really great program. Well, that being said, I mean, um, being part of that, uh, you're supposed to go into, to our listeners here, um, flat tracking is a very unique sport. I mean, you don't have a front brake. It's usually, a, if I'm not the wrong way, to left turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, if they go in like eighths, quarters, half, and miles, and the speeds can go anywhere from 45 to 145, I imagine. And uh, the, the unique thing for my listeners here, it's usually on a dirt type of track, but the dirt can be like in a horse race track where it can be tacky or loose. And the fact of the matter is what's, what's really, really interesting is they don't have a front brake. So when you're going into a turn, you know, listeners, think about this. You just have to, like, decide to throw it over. Yeah. So how did you feel about doing that for the first time? <laughs> uh, so I, we had a training camp with Johnny Lewis, and honestly, I was pretty scared. Um, and he, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. I, he, he had a, and I said, I, I, I really don't have flat track experience and these girls already have experience. And so what he said was just practice it in your head over and over again so that, you know, when you go into that first corner, just practice it in your head, be committed to what you're going to do. And then just a hundred percent commit. And I promise you'll make it. So. Is that I the way it works? And that's the way it works, and here we are. So. <laughs> yeah, a million years ago, I mean, I was on a, a FCR 400 uh, doing Willow Springs, and uh, Chuck E. Sorensen is like, he says, Alex, you know, don't don't break in before you turn in left in the turn one. I don't want to see you if you break. You know, I was working with them a million years ago at a Dublin Kawasaki Honda, and yeah, so you know, I was a brand new racer on an FCR 400, but sure enough, it's a weird thing. All of a sudden, you just like don't break and you just throw it in, and I did that in my FCR 400 a million years ago, and yeah, I got faster, and it's a very weird thing. But um, 
the fact of the matter is I had a front break and you guys don't. And it's really, really cool. <laughs> so once you went in, I mean, it's just, it's always about power and uh, gearing. And did that transfer over for your AFM racing? I mean, uh, I imagine that must have been a uh, uh, a good thing to learn as far as uh, going back into the uh, normal street courses. Well, let me let, let me tell you just how, so you're familiar with Thunderhill East, our our local track here. Uh, I guess. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Why well, it is, but uh, yeah, uh, I try. So, so I, I, I have an R6, and uh, nice. my lap times were kind of in the, the lower mid-two-minute, like 205, 206 range, and then I didn't go ride sport bikes. I took two months, and I went to Johnny's, and I learned how to flat track, and I started racing flat track. And my first day back, I was do I did one fifty eight point oh yeah. lap times. So that's eight seconds off of the lap times that I was doing for learning how to flat track. So yeah, it helps. Well, it helped your body English, your confidence. I mean, everything. Wow, that says it's that says a whole lot. You know, with the bike moving. So before, because hmm. all the modern bikes now have traction control and stuff, and we try to keep the wheels tidy and in line and it's scary Don't get me started on that. <laughs> versus having no traction control, just the rear brake, you know, no good front brake and, and actually sliding the motorcycle. So I got a lot more comfortable with where the edge of traction actually was from flat track. And that was what uh, really helped make up the difference and helped me go faster as I was able to start feeling the rear stepping out and then riding that and feeling the feeling it spin up and feeling the front push um, using and, your body I mean, all, English. all the best uh road racers are actually flat track guys i mean valentino rossi has a ranch at his property nikki hayden big flat track um jd beach is actually in flat track now uh so there's there's a ton of crossover but it's it's a wild sport i'm really grateful i learned how to do it yeah, we're hoping Mill Crate Brian is going to do a, uh, uh, how do you call it, a, uh, uh, a ghost flat track over there out in the uh, Golden Gate Park. There's definitely a horse track out there, oh, so yeah. we, we just have to do it at night. Ooh, and yeah, we'll I've been running without electric things. bike now, and they won't be able to hear me coming, so yeah, yeah. I have to do that. Yeah, you won't see somebody step out of the bushes uh, either. Well, you know where to find me. If that happens, I'm there. No, so Bridget, that's great, and uh, you've ran the AFM as well, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, what where were you running on the AFM? So I uh, I started on a Ninja 250, and then I did a 450 Cripple with my R6, so it's taking out a cylinder, and then I ran my R6 as my AFM bike. And I was going to do more AFM racing this season. I only made the first round. I just ended up with the Royal Enfield program having too many conflicts, um, but Royal Enfield flew me around the country and paid for my racing, so I'm. That, that was where the priority was. I no, was it's <laughs> great to be a superstar. Got yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> Gotta go with Royal. It was Enfield. it was really incredible. Yeah. I I still am pinching myself that I got the experience and and I'm really grateful for it and it was so much fun. Well, no, it's great. Uh, Wade and I have been around the block, so a couple, so to speak, a couple of times, and it really is really is cool. I mean. Um, Sometimes you don't have to be a champion to enjoy some of the, you know, the, 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 the glory. And, uh, you know, you just have to be part of the game. 
and uh, be out there and have a great time and really more to promote everything. I mean, your job is to actually get more people into that program and, you know, excite them about that. And the fact that you did that is great. And uh, in the end, so uh, here we are on the radio show, Racers Alley, and you ended up going out to the San Pedro Martir Hill Climb. Could you say something about that? Yeah, so I went, uh, we were actually on a car rally when I first discovered the event, and we drove the road, and it's it's an awesome road. It is so much fun. It's a spectacular view. You can see it's in Baja. You can see the whole Pacific Ocean from some of the corners. It's so pretty. It's such a fun road, and while we were enjoying some spirited driving on the road, some of the locals told us, oh, you just missed it. They do a, did a hill climb race here a few weeks ago. No way. And motorcycles are allowed. And so I'm, uh, I actually knew Carlin Dune from mountain biking, and he was one of the people that really inspired me to get a motorcycle. And so then to lose the ability to race on Pikes Peak, um, it was something that I, you know, he, he had the record. It was broken there, but it was cool to be able to race and be able to do a hill climb like I told him I always wanted to and stuff. So that was pretty special and awesome. And and the, the road is just incredible. So I had a lot of fun on the flat track bike, but I want to go back on something faster. Oh, yes, but I mean... Um, same thing I said. Got yeah. Bigger bike. We've got to go faster. Uh, that being Yeah, what are you bringing back next year? What's, what's your plan? I'm, I'm going to bring the R1. <laughs> and I'm going to bring a sidecar to play with that sidecar guy. I'm going to split. I'm going to get one run, and that's it. And I'm going to go hop on another one, and one run, that's it. So I can play with the sidecar guy. He's got to have some kind of competition. Exactly. It, uh, you are. I, I, I'm with that. And, you know, uh, you've been there, Bridget, and uh, Wade. And, uh, yeah, we can only make this better and better. And the fact of the matter is, I mean, you want to be there with a bigger bike, Bridget. And, um, yeah, it's um, now that you have a taste. Uh, here's my question, honey. It's like, no, honey, it's like. Oh, is that is that like a bad thing to say to a lady? But anyways, you're the one of the first women road racers, yar, right? And uh, down there, down south. I mean, that's a really big thing. Wade's money is like you know Christine. She's like my. I, I was just bragging about her the other night. She's one of the first, you know, bravest people I ever met. She ran the sidecars down there at the Alaman R A R A R. What did what made you decide to get on a bike and do a road race? Why wouldn't you? Well, that's a great answer, <laughs> but most yep, people yep, would yep. consider that crazy. So, uh, okay. So, so, uh, so, how many when when the YouTube when YouTube first became a thing and we started seeing remember that video the three hundred kilometer an hour crazy road racing. How many of you looked at your buddies and showed your buddies that video and said, oh, I'm going to do the Isle of Man one day back when we're all young and dumb? Well, why not? It's it's cool. You live once. It's epic. Yeah. I had a VHS back in 86. But, uh, yeah, anyways, yeah, uh, my best friend got me into it, and uh, he died. And years later, I ended up uh, uh, just doing it because it was a thing. Um Nowadays, there's a lot more, I guess you could say, coverage on that. And you can obviously see that there's a certain amount of danger and there's a certain amount of um, rawness to it. So it just really, it's like really interesting that like, uh, 
what what actually attracted you to a race that would have no co no uh, boundaries? I mean, it's raw. Well, uh, I just like any of the fuss when you get your motorcycle at first, you're trying to go as fast as you can. You don't know that there's racetracks and gear and things that make you safe and things. It's, the whole reason we're attracted to motorcycles is because they are a little dangerous, because they are a little on the edge. And, you know, natural terrain has its dangers, but Pedro actually works really hard at making it safe. And we've been talking a lot as a group of racers about making it even safer for next year. Um, and I think, you know, it's, it's all time trial. So it's, while it seems from a perspective like it's crazy and there are risks, it's a lot safer than going and pinning laps on Skyline at Alice's. I mean, there's, you know, that, that it's, it's you're, you're right about that. There's not, there's not traffic on the road. There is somebody <laughs> at the top and somebody yeah. at the bottom and people all along the way to make sure that you made it okay. And that's what Eric was medical. saying. So, you know, there's a certain sense of safety. You know, you rock. There's a certain type of safety. Like you said, Eric said the same thing. There's no traffic theoretically coming down the road. And uh, you are, um, you're racing yourself in the end, and you're racing time, and you're racing your abilities, you know. But uh, it's really, really cool that uh, you caught on to road racing, and I, I hope others do because it's it's not the safest thing in the world. And uh, it's actually the most dangerous thing in the world. And the, the fact of the matter is, it's like, you're you're ready to do it on a bigger bike. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Dave's got 178 <laughs> miles an hour on his BMW. Yeah. On a public road, 178. <laughs> I need a faster bike. <laughs> well, Wade and uh, Eric were saying the same thing. I was talking to Wade. I was like, "What? You ended up going on the uh, you know the Baja International Tourist Cup? I thought they did the little bike, and it ended up actually they were doing the big bikes, uh, the R1s." And I was like, yeah, we were like pinned out 170, and I thought that was really, really cool. You and know, you I mean, can't uh, look beyond that. And it's it's very rare. I mean, uh, you know, to be able to do that, so that you yeah. <laughs> are. Yeah, even uh, there aren't really any racetracks locally that you could do it on, even. So well, that's, well, I guess that's, you just don't have the distance. Wow, uh, I actually that didn't come across, and that's kind of probably true, and. Uh, Boy, you know, I think you all rock for doing this, and thank you, especially for giving the shout out to you know Pedro Valdez Valdez. I mean, um, Yar, you know, he's getting it together. He's trying to get together more next year, and uh, I hope to meet you soon at one point or the other, AFM or out there. But uh, you know, I think it's really, really great, and you can always call in, and especially you know, call in more about if you want to promote the Enfield Tour or anything like that. I mean, you're you're part of the Wrecking Crew here now at Racers Alley uh, you're part of road racing uh, team and you should be really proud of, of you know uh, all these AFMers and all these other people aren't road racers you're, you're part of a certain club you know and you should be proud of that and the fact that you made it through <laughs> well uh, I'm, I'm going to be more than just a rookie at it I'm, I'm very excited I'm already making plans and figuring out what bikes I'm bringing back to Mexico for next year <laughs> and uh, looking at maybe some other events and stuff too. So yeah, the yeah. Is a, bit, a bit hard. <laughs> well, uh, do you have a race team name? Uh, just me, just me, Bridget. Uh, my Instagram is Bridget rebel. So if anyone wants to see what I'm up to, but just me. 
All right. Well, get just you together, get a nice logo, and be your own team because you be you should be very proud. You're Bridget LeBaire Racing. You're Bridget LeBaire Road Racer. You know, and uh, from there on, you know, uh, with Royal Enfield and your R6, you're going to come out again. You're going to be stronger. Uh, you're a point of strength, you know, and actually you're a badass. So uh, don't <laughs> feel bad about that. And you're and just keep going. Right. <laughs> I, I appreciate it's great. it. Thanks for the time. Thanks for having me on. And yeah, yeah and, uh, I'm, feel thanks free for promoting the Mexican racing, too. It's. I love Mexico. Pedro's a really great guy. The event is super fun. Uh, I'm I'm going to be doing it forever. I I love it. I'm so hooked. Good. It's a great venue. The courses are awesome. And, <laughs> and it's road racing in Mexico. I mean, it's it's badass. And you're a road racer. <laughs> yeah. You are now a road racer. Yep, so, yep, Bridget, yep. Uh, feel free to call in the future. You can always contact me and also, uh, yeah, promote whatever racing you want to do with World Enfield or anything. And, uh, yeah, let's get together in the future and hang out. And uh, AFM Racing, I'll be out there in March, hopefully. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be safe, be safe. And thank you for calling in. Racers Alley. Yar, yar. Well, uh, Bridget LeBaire called in and, man, a badass racer, and it's nice to hear um, a lot of enthusiasm, especially for road racing. And, boy, she's done flat tracking as well for Royal Enfield, and uh, that's really, really cool as well. And, uh, yeah, wait, we'll have to actually pay a little more attention to what's going on over there with them boys. But, uh, yar, yar. <laughs> they, they got it going on. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, we're definitely going to pay attention to that program. And uh, thank you for calling in, Bridget, and uh, thank you for calling in, Eric, and uh, thank you for calling in, uh, Brent. And uh, Yeah, Brent, uh, we're going to have a big old uh, shindig in uh, a week over at the park side, and it's going to be a toy drive, a uh, uh, food and clothing drive as well. And always bring in socks, because socks are the most important things. People get cold. You are. And uh, thank you, Milk Crate Brian, for having the show. And uh, no problem. You are, you know, great music. Always having great music. And we're going to take a little break. And I think we're, this will we'll pro probably be uh, done after that. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll play ourselves out. Yeah, yeah. You are. <laughs> Cheers, right. brother. Thanks, everybody. Night. We're going to finish up with a little Iron Maiden Sanctuary. Yeah, yeah. Right. Thank you for uh, listening to Meetney Radio and uh, Races Alley at Meetney Radio here in the Heart of Mission.
Thanks for listening to Racers Alley on Mutiny Radio in the heart of the mission. Now back to our regular scheduled programming. And take a chance on the Chancellor. I'm gonna know my line. New York City is a hard to find in New York City. Need a city. New York City, people got to know my line. It's one thing, folks, ask you to do. Catch a bus and ride up Fifth Avenue in New York City. All right, it's six o'clock. It's MutinyRadio.sf and .fm. Other way, mutinyradio.fm in .sf. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. It's going to be Joke Workshop coming up here in a second. It is Martin Luther King Day. Um, cool. I saw a picture of him flipping someone off. I'm like, that sounds about right. That's how it should be. We're going to listen to some blues, and we'll be back when there's a quorum uh, of comedians here for Joke Workshop. Everyone, of course, is going to wear masks and be super, super safe. And um, there's bags up at the front to cover your microphone. Please donate to Mutiny Radio. Uh, you can do that with cash in the bucket at the front, or you can always donate at Mutiny Radio on our Venmo. That is exciting as well. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back with Joke Workshop, remembering that when you feed someone a shit sandwich, make the bread taste good. So toast it up and... Um, you know, we're going to give positive critique and the whatnot. We'll be back in a little bit here with Joke Workshop. Trains on the ground, going to catch me a train and ride to Sugar Hill in New York City. It is city. New York City, even got to load my line.
start this shit up i uh, got a message from kyle that said he was on a, he was coming but he's not obviously he's not here it's fine he just messaged me and said hey is it happening tonight i'm like every monday since 2015 <laughs> or 14 a long time ago it's been happening a long long time joke workshop every monday yep uh i'm your host pam benjamin i'm here we've got comics in the house they're gonna tell some jokes um, I'm going to kind of let you guys go till you're sort of done, or if I get super bored, I'll honk you. But, uh, I mean, there aren't a lot of comics in the house in the hizzy, so all good. So, uh, make sure that you take notes for people, write things down and give specific things. If you're on stage and you have specific questions to ask the audience, you can do that too. Like whatever helps make your set better. That's what we want here. So. Yay. Um, let me, I'm going to get my piece of paper 